three best friends. One, a self-proclaimed Real Housewives expert. The other, a virgin to the franchise. But wait, what about me? Uh, and of course, our favorite <laughs> that keeps us in line. Join us, Loud Girls, as we traverse the Real Housewives universe one tea spill, table flipping episode at a time. This is the Real House Friends podcast. Ew. <laughs> work. Okay, that work. might work. That might work. Alex, it must be so nice to be bald and not have to do your hair. You know, yes. Yes, it is yeah. quite nice to just really put something on and not have to worry about how my hair looks because I always look stunning. Hmm. You better say that bit. Yeah. So. Where Where was it? It was the other day. I was like, I said the exact same thing to him. I was like, do you, you don't even have to, for a job interview, he just has to, he doesn't even have to shower if he didn't want to. Right. That's true. Well, but I make wake sure up I put and, deodorant and cologne on, obviously, but yeah, I don't have to. When I wake up, my hair looks like I was, went through a hurricane the night before my dream. <laughs> You know, I have those bedhead days too. Yeah, I wake up, I'm like, gosh, my hair is just so out of whack. Okay. Where's your hat? <laughs> Sorry, my dog dad hat. You always wear a hat. Yes. Um, one thing that I learned while dating a bald man or a bald person is um, when it's raining out, they have to wear a hat because the rain hits the top of their skin, their bald head. If it's cold out, they have to wear a hat because it's just, yeah. there's no protection from the elements. Nope. No, and your heat, um, a, a lot of your heat is released from your hands. I'm sorry. Yeah. Your hands, your head and your feet, but pre- predominantly your head and your feet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but what are you eating there, Amanda? And how That's dare you not? Is- Oh, Patsy you More like Patsy Boo, you whore. Not send me any Patsy you. Yeah, Ma'am, where's ours? You, I'm sorry. I would also like to um, mention, since you're going to be a little whore and say all that, <laughs> speak all that trash, who uh, <clears throat> who provided my favorite best friend couple with a Valentine's Day gift, and you didn't mention it? I don't maybe Honey, do you, did, you, did you receive anything? Bitch. Wait, we got a gift? Did, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think we just went to dinner for Valentine's Day. We also did do lunch. We forgot to mention oh, that. Yeah, we, we did, did do trappers yeah. for uh, lunch. But and... when it comes to like any kind of gifts, I don't, we didn't. Did you check, yeah, the, Nick, have you checked you... the mailbox? I did this uh, Yeah, earlier today and didn't see I anything? didn't see anything. No. Hmm. Interesting. I have receipts. <laughs> don't make me shame you on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will do it. Also, oh my god, did break? Did you guys open the door? Yeah, no, we got that package before we started recording. Yeah, Amanda's little Amanda's little Amazon factory still is continuing to grow in our guest, guest bedroom. bedroom. We've received, I think this is like maybe our ninth package in the last three weeks of craziness. You know what, you know what was in this package? Dildos. Oh. Okay. A drink. The bachelorette package. party. What do you mean? Okay. That's like a, I feel like a normal thing to have random wieners That's true. all That's around. Fair. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to buy those in, when we're there, when we're in Seattle. Uh, where are they? Where are they going? Where are they? Are they going to live with us too? <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> we only want the, we only want the double ended ones. 
Perfect. We can make okay. That happen. Alex okay. and I can can bump booties. Wow. All right. Sorry for all of our <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> okay. So yes, Amanda did. Amanda and Kevin sent us a beautiful rose bouquet, different mm-hmm. colored roses, um, mm-hmm. chocolates along with it, and these are some fancy ass chocolates. And I ate a lot of the chocolates already. Yeah. So it was very I mean, kind, really... and it was a beautiful surprise. Yeah, no, the, the chocolates were really good. They were real good. And I don't like flowers, but these flowers are cute. They smell mm. good. These are the first flowers mm-hmm. I've ever received that smell good. Wow. Normalize sending your friends things on Valentine's Day as well as yes. your partner. Normalize yeah, I would it. say nor- and prioritize the ones that let you live with them for three, four months out of the All year. Right. Okay. Yes. You don't have to make it conditional. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I already said thank you. And but- we already said we love it. And I will eat the we'll eat them chocolates just as fast as we'll eat everything else. Too bad I couldn't send you my little chocolate star. Girl, I'd eat that real quick too. Just <laughs> okay. Let me know. <laughs> All right. Anywho, uh, let's dive into season four. Well, before that, honey, I have to ask you, what about your week? How was your week? Oh, my gosh. Thank you for asking. Oh, um, you know, Valentine's Day was probably the highlight of the week, um, which we discussed in previous episodes. We literally, so we went to All You Can Eat Sushi, and Alex had three rolls, and I had, I think, four. I had three big rolls and a hand roll, and I felt like I was going to puke afterwards. And then we went to Din Tai Fung and had, like, two appetizers three entrees and it we had leftover it was really we ate really good that day but i was like uncomfortable all day how was your butt okay actually pretty good to Mm. like pretty regular surprisingly quality yeah we love a, we love a quality a quality bowel movement in this. Y'all hit the mall twice in one day that's crazy we were out we were outside we were at south center we are in the same location twice yeah, in one day, it's yeah, a little it was, embarrassing. It was wild, but but yeah, that was Tuesday, and then you know, same old, same old with work for the rest of the days, and playing my Hogwarts Legacy game after work, which I am still in love with. Love, 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 love. I'm addicted to it. That, I played that. To, I, I got into it today. I played. I got pretty deep into it, and um, I understand. I get it. It's like it's. It looks fun, and it play it is fun like it's not yeah. it's not just like you could watch it as like a, a third party watching your friend play a video game but then when you actually play it it's like a whole different experience yeah it's just so magical i mean i'm just so happy with how it turned out because it had so much hype whenever it was announced and they were in the development stages for it and like a lot of people have high expectations especially for the world of harry potter because it's harry potter like our entire generation grew up with Harry Potter. And I remember hitting the book releases at the bookstores, like getting my hard copy. It was, I was so in love with Harry Potter when growing up. And so it was just the cherry on top to get now a game to play that has that magical esque to it of the world of Harry Potter. So I was, it just fills my little heart up and I'm very happy that I have my hands on it and I can, play it so definitely looking uh forward to playing more lots of good things happening in the in the gaming world surrounding like 
feel good nostalgia magic. Yeah. Dream Dreamlight Valley just had their update and it's very yes. cute. It's very fun and I'm still loving it. Yeah, I just saw a, an update that you can have your house now as the castle, like Mickey's castle. Right. Or, so that was pretty cool. I didn't the know only that. gaming update Amanda will ever ever have <laughs> is Dreamlight, Dreamlight Valley. Valley. <laughs> That'd be a segment. New update. Well, it won't be. You you will only have it as a segment update, maybe for the next two weeks, and then you'll be caught up again until there's another release. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah um, anyway. 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 Yeah. No. It was a good week. It was really low. It was low key. I was really proud of myself. I didn't drink it all throughout the week, Woo. which is like something that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to not drink. Mm-hmm. I had a little slip up. I think last week, and I, I, you know, nobody's perfect, but it hit Friday, and I was like, oh my god, it's Friday, and I can drink. Yeah. Fr- so, um, oh, my second beverage. This one yep. is a wild strawberry. Um, wild strawberry, um, crystal light packet with a lemon seltzer and a very, very, very slow count to 10 of vodka. Yeah. One, 1,000, two, 1,000. Uh, I, uh, just, I'm really excited to go out to dinner tonight. We're going to a place where there's a bar that I wanted to go to. It's called Dreamland in Seattle. It's in Fremont. Um, there's like a, no, (laughs) no. Uh, you walk in and 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 there one of the room rooms has just like disco of like a hundred disco balls hanging from the ceiling. On the singing, yeah. There's like an outdoor patio mm. that has like a built-in like rock wall configuration, and they have drag shows. It looks really cool. And then it's right up the street from a place called Dragster, which is the new like drag club, like gay club where they have emphasis on drag queens. Um, Living. That's right up the street. It just opened. So maybe we can hit that up tonight because we like from here to there, like we live in the Seattle outskirts. Our address is Seattle, but going into the city, it takes like at least 30 minutes. So yeah. uh, we, I mean, if we are out and about tonight, we might as well just like pop in and have a drink, but I'm really excited. And then tomorrow we ain't got shit to do, honey. Tomorrow nope. we're going to sit and we're going to, we have a new show. Oh my God. We have a new show on, um, on, is it uh, Paramount? Paramount Plus? I think it's called Stand, Stand. or something. Yeah. Stand. It's um, a Stephen King novel oh, about the Stand. what? The Stand. The Stand. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, The Stand. So the it's Stand. about like the end of the world, and um, there's like this like <laughs> there's this like disease that wipes people out that in- includes them choking to death which was really just hit a little too close to home with covid it was like a respiratory thing um yeah. and then every everyone everyone dies except for the few that are immune to it and it's like so f- the first episode was really crazy but i think it's going to be like in the post-apocalyptic world there still are people that would kill everyone around them for no reason and like I, the good versus the bad. Do you do you know anything about the stand? No. This is gonna be this is gonna be it's gonna be a good ride. It was a really good first episode. The there they have a budget on this show. Oh, I'm yes, sure. they do. Yes, so they do. I'm I'm looking there forward is, to it. There is um a movie, actually, of the stand already out from back in the nineties. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the 90s. Anyway, like, it's like Titanic long. It's got like the two cassettes. Mm. Um, 
Oh. It's very good. Um, oh, God, what is his name? Anyway, sorry, not to, like, take what, but the acting is phenomenal. If you've never read or seen The Stand, don't, like, and, and you're experiencing it for the first time, I would not watch the movie or read the book yet. Like, I would just go through the show and let it surprise you. Well, yeah, I don't read, so I'm not going to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm Just that. to make it clear, Nick knows how to read. He just chooses I do. not to. <laughs> no, I do know how to read. I don't like how quiet it is in my brain when I'm reading. And then I can't, I can't listen to music while I'm reading because I won't comprehend a fucking single Wait thing that I'm reading. Hold on a second. You're telling me when you read a book, like a, like a, you know, that has like characters, like say you read Twilight. No, I read it in my head and I hear it in my head, but I also like at some point I'm reading and then all of a sudden, no, I, well, yeah, no, I picture Mm -hmm. it, but then I'm also like when it's, it's dead, there's like that deafening where it's like so quiet in a room, you can hear a buzz. You know what I'm saying? No, because I become fully immersed. Like I'm, the oh, char- I, like I'm the main character, and I'm. There. I am reading the pages in the book, but I can still f- see everything going on around me and hear every single thing. And if there's nothing to hear, then my brain goes. It's very quiet in here. I wonder what we're gonna do for dinner tonight. And then I start having. I'm reading the book while having a conversation. I think it's called Undiagnosed ADHD. Mm. Point, I like, do period. that. I do that with content that I'm not invested in. So mm-hmm. reading if for me. If, right. If it doesn't, well, if it doesn't catch my attention and draw me in, I can't get to that place where I'm like immersed in it. Then I'm, I'm like that where I'll be like reading a whole paragraph, but thinking different things. I have to go back to the top to reread it because I wasn't actually reading. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I didn't yeah, so so I'm not going to, I won't read it, but I, I am interested in, in watching. There's like 10 episodes in it. Mm-hmm. It's like we have The Last of Us to watch on Sundays, and then we can uh, watch the re- this show the rest of the week. I anything that is post-apocalyptic, that is zombie, that is like that kind of genre, gets me really like hyped. I love zombie movies. I love zombie TV, and I love when the world ends because I know that if the world were to really end, I would just kill myself. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. If it was post-apocalyptic and like we knew that the the time like there was only X amount of days left, I it's like that now. You never know when you're gonna go. But if there was like a a an, a worldwide people, everyone died except for like a hundred thousand people, and it was to a disease. I'm taking myself out. What? Say goodbye to me, everyone. I'll oh my you- god! No, I would, no, no, I would no, say no. goodbye. I would give you my goodbyes. I would walk out in the backyard, and I no, would... no, no. Oh, trigger, trigger. This is triggering for people. This is not a good thing. Wait, we should not. Okay. I would be done. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, if anybody's struggling with their mental health, <laughs> there are resources Please reach out. for you. Yes. Like there. Really well, it's not the post. It's not post. We're in the pre-apocalypse. I know, but even talking about it's the world is kind of burning, babe, and it's hard for people. Okay. There might be people. I'm just saying we have to be considerate 
And yeah, say, if you, life if is I, worth the, living. People love you. Yeah. You know. Well, no fucking shit. Life is worth living. But I'm not going to censor myself on my podcast for people, the no, small population I'm of not, folks, maybe. I'm not like, saying to censor yourself. I just, it got very dark very fast. And if, if, yeah, if you are feeling <laughs> triggered, Miss Amanda, then I will move on. But I'm not going to. There's. 45 just, people that listen to our podcast right now, sister. We're good. Yeah, we no, really did a full 180. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> we went from Hogwarts Legacy to Killing zombie myself. suicide. Yeah, so let's uh, get back I'm to happiness. I'm not going to kill myself, and nobody should. Unless <laughs> you know your life what? is really will... awful. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God, Nick. Oh, my God. Can okay. I just say, you know what? Um, if Nick actually did do that, you know what song he would sing? <laughs> I don't even what song would I sing this? Amanda tell me I'm killing myself I'm killing myself I'm killing my killer my killer myself okay girl no no yeah, I was thinking I was gonna be like not the Beyonce remix I thought that parody. mine would be like I'm off the deep end oh, oh my god, god. you would pick shallow <laughs> What's another song I could sing as I off myself? Um, baby, 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 if you don't be like, like this, everybody told me like that. Yeah. What is hmm. it? All coming back to me now. Cool. <clears throat> okay, <throat> well. Well, let's. Uh, I think we should maybe transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a, a roller coaster of the f- seventeen minutes in this of this yeah, episode. Let's, so. Let's, so we move. We go into episode five, four. This is episode five. This no. is episode four. This is episode four. four. We do need the four. numbers here, baby. Yeah, yeah. We're ep- episode four um, of season two, um, where shit. It's starting to hit the fan. Let me Ma'am. just tell you. So we start out with Vicky in Vicky's house. Brianna and Colby got a baby pug that they were like, this pug is going to live with you, Vicky, for the summer. And then once summer's over, once school starts, I will take this dog with me. We're just going to get it trained up and, you know, it'll be house trained, house broken, blah, 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 blah. Well, it turns out it wasn't the dog wasn't cleared by the landlord. And when Brianna tried to get the dog cleared by the landlord, the landlord said, no way, not happening. And she goes, Vicky goes, um, so like, is is the, you know, the dog, is it potty trained? And Brianna's like, well, kind of. And she goes, well, you know, that's really great because you're going to be going to these classes. The dog will be trained by by the time you leave for college. It'll be mm-hmm. fine. Um, and, Brianna, and Brianna goes, well, there's a problem. And Vicky goes, a problem? That was she gets like, there. I thought she was gonna freak the fuck out. She stopped really in her tracks. She's kneeling down, like getting cleaning <laughs> supplies out from underneath the sink. And and Brianna goes, Well, there's a problem. And she goes, What's the problem? And she goes, Well, the dog, the dog can't come. And she goes, What? What do you mean the dog can't come? What do you like? What do you mean? So is so is, is he gonna live with you, Colby? Uh, so like where's where's he where's the dog gonna live and brianna was like well um well unfortunately i think it's gonna have to stay here and vicky was like okay and then she didn't she didn't lose her cool she's like okay cool well let, you know we'll we'll make it happen we'll make it's a sacrifice we have to make and then don was like i don't i don't even want the two dogs that we have and vicky's like you got stop being such a goddamn scrooge stop being stop being so pessimistic and don was like this is 
I didn't want the first dog. I didn't want the second dog. And now we have a third dog. Um, and then and then Vicky was like, uh, pick the dog up. And she goes, oh, my welcome home, little doggy. Daddy said, yes, daddy said we could do it. And then Don was like, daddy didn't have a choice. He was hosed. <laughs> <laughs> he was. At, yeah, he. It's a big red flag that you don't like dogs. Well, honey, pause. Fucking full, full fucking pause. Mm -hmm. They already have two dogs. I think. Right. If you are, if you had no intention on having a third dog and then all of a sudden you're forced into a third dog, it's not a red flag for somebody to be like, no, this is a brash decision. But him being like, I didn't want the first two dogs. Well, because he's the one picking up the poop. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not just about the dogs. It's about the, who feeds the dogs, who waters the dogs, who keeps them active, who picks up the poop. It's a lot more layered than just, like, having a dog and not wanting a dog. I think they everyone wants, and I'm sounding like my fucking father, everybody wants the animal until the animal's here, and then you have to take care of the animal. That's very true. Unless you're me, and I could foster, and... um. A life goal of mine is to be so rich that I open up an animal sanctuary in the middle of nowhere. Just have like a beautiful, I imagine it. It's like a cottage on the top of a hill with like a shed in the back. And there's gates that are mossy that you swing the gates open and you drive down like a cobblestone road with like the. It just looks so beautiful in my head. How do you think Princess feels about it? Um, mm. Princess is kind of Princess. For those who don't know, was a dog that I purchased when I was in high school. I was eighteen, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. and then I went to college for a little bit. I couldn't take her with me because I was in the dorms. Uh-huh. Then I moved in with. Then I moved in with my friends, and I couldn't take her because um, she's deaf. And whenever anyone walks in, if anything happens, she starts screaming like a human. Mm-hmm. Um, she has no, because that she's deaf, she has no volume control and she is, she is a dog that like needs to be in an old person's house where that is their job to, t- they don't have to, my dad is mm-hmm. retired. And where, and where that old person is also deaf. <laughs> because. Yes. Yes. Um, when we go there, it's, it's like you open the door and it's like the fucking house alarm goes off. I mean, it's just full of excitement. Like the sound is literally like, no that's it spot on that's it so Mm -hmm. uh, my parents have tried to pawn princess off here but she's 12 or she's 11 like she's an old dog like i'm not gonna uplift her from uproot her from the the house that she's in where she's like kind of the queen bee to come here where there's two cats that'll kick her ass and willow that will run her over Mm because willow's a two-year-old puppy that is also you know they're the same weight, but Willow is two feet taller than Bubblegum. So it, it, the the pug and Vicky situation is very similar to what I had. So I will give you that, Amanda. But <laughs> what I won't give you is since, since I got that dog and now that I'm in an established, like I've been living on my own and with my partner, um, I have two cats and a dog with Alex and we are doing so fucking fine bitch i didn't say you weren't well your tone kind of you're coming from me so your tone sounds a little offensive (laughs) (laughs) and maybe it is (laughs) um anyway yeah 
No, um, I just thought, yeah, it was definitely, uh, I mean, I get why Don, Don's upset, but Don also seems like he's a grump. Mm-hmm. Like, Don, Don is the type of person where his first emotion is, like, to, to go to anger before mm-hmm. he processes, and then he, like, retorts. He's the kind of person I don't respect, and a big part of it is he is somebody that he's, like, in this house, and he's fully mooching on Vicky, but then thinks that he has some sort of authority because he's a man. Mm. And it's like, and that's why the kids are like, okay, Don. You fucking sit down, <laughs> well, Don. All right. Yeah, they don't respect him. And that's why they don't give a shit if he cares about the dog or not. Because nobody was asking daddy if he wanted the dog. You got hosed because you're a hoser. Hmm? Bye, bitch. Oh. You got hosed because you're a hoser. Vicky is the breadwinner. And that's why Brianna was like, mom, I have a problem not. Hey, Don, the one person I know is not going to be okay with this. I know that this is a problem, but I, you know, at this point, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know? So it's like funny to me that Vicky's so nice in the sense that she lets Don think he has a say. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, don't be such a, don't be such a grouch. You know, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we move on to a different dog show. Mm -hmm. Um, Tammy is, Tammy is supporting her daughter, uh, Megan, by showing up to Megan's boyfriend's pitbull show megan's boyfriend is romeo i believe he's like 38 or something roman roman did i say romeo <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, wow roman roman is a pitbull breeder so they go to a pitbull dog show in the middle of a park in the middle of orange county um tammy shows up she's like i don't really like this i don't this this i think she's the type of person where like pit bulls are nasty dogs and she just doesn't want to be around pit bulls um and we go to we 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 flash to roman's pit bull who's like 150 pounds and is like has like four rows of spikes coming off of his collar which is like not giving the the pit bull breed of it's not it's not representing what pit bulls actually are it's it's really feeding into that like stereotype that pit bulls are nasty dogs right um they look scary but they're not mm-hmm. yeah unless and they think... are <laughs> and then pit, pit bulls it's all based um, on the trainer mm-hmm. i really want to I, I need to know it's like I, I learned the origin of pit bulls like they were they and i need to remember what it was but it was like they they actually like were bred for not what they are being like targeted as today like the narrative of the pit bull has changed over time which is wild to think about it's a, uh very reminds me a lot of 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 maybe like racism and um that whole thing like the 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 pit bull the pit bull um narrative is very similar to how the mm. world has a it's have you been my dad my my dad, oh. every pit, my dad thinks every pit bull is like, he won't go. Oh, that's in front of okay. Pit bull. I was like, I didn't understand what you meant. So I was like, where are we? Okay. The narrative of all pit bulls are bad and pit bulls are nasty and they're all aggressive and they all just want to bite and chomp. And it's, it's. It's a narrative that was created. Created by white, white men. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Tammy was at this event for five minutes and left because she didn't like pit bulls. 
which I just, you know, she supported her daughter and Megan was like, thank you so much. It really is so great that you're here and I really appreciate it. But um, yeah, Tammy was like, I did, I, I did my due diligence. I showed up. I was the supportive mom. I'm out. Um, so we cut over to Joe. She goes, um, I got my official job offer to cover the Beverly Hills region. With this being said comes a price point. I have to either uproot and move to um, I have to move to Beverly Hills or um, I'm going to have to commute two hours one way. Um, so she said um, essentially like I have to either find an apartment and, and, and figure it out on my own or, you know, have all their alternative mo motives. But when she broke up with Joe, she gave Joe the car, Joe, when she broke up a Slade, she gave Slade the car back um, and she bought her own car. And then we cut to Slade and Slade's like, well, she bought her own car, but I helped her buy that car. So I think Joe is like living in this. She's living in this fantasy. Um, any any thoughts on that first part before we meet up with Gina? Well, this is mm. the other occurrence of her new word that she created, the re-independent self and or re-independizing. Re that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> oh no. I'm re-independizing. Oh no. <laughs> Yes. So like she, she's like, she's give, she's, what are you, Amanda, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, so sorry. I'm she's things. She has her phone up to the fucking screen, taking a photo. What are you doing? I'm preparing for her <laughs> for something that's coming up. I'm sorry. I just, uh, it, it's okay. coming. It's coming. Got it. Got it. Well, she goes, I, um, I am becoming independent, re-independizing re myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but it also comes with help. She Every step that she does, she and it's I think it just comes with her age. She's like, I'm an independent woman. I bought my own car. And Slade's like, but I co-signed and gave you the deposit. And so it's just like this weird thing. Of Is that true? Being... Do we know that? Well, that's what I mean. Because I, mean, I have a hard time believing Slade. He wouldn't say that if he didn't, if he didn't he have skin in the game. He might. I mean, he might be over-exaggerating, like, what the help was. But at the end of the day, he helped. He might, because here's the thing, is it's like, he could be saying that, and it could totally not be true. Like, I believe that he, yeah. again, is trying not, he's trying not to lose, right? So, in her independentization. Her, period. <laughs> right like he might just for just for the cameras be like yeah i helped pay for it but but because from like it's an ego blow for him to know that she's telling america that yeah. she she did it and he's like but i'm still in control yeah or I like mm -hmm. or trying to create an image that he is still in control um, i just i wouldn't put it past him is all honey i need you can you try to get slate on the phone really quick uh, I'll see Just what to I can verify. Do. Yeah, I'll okay. do my best. Let me see if I can find his number and give him a quick call. Perfect. No, don't you already have it? Uh, excuse you. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, anyway, we're gonna go. We're moving on. So she's going to G Joe is going to Gina's house. Uh, because Gina gives really solid advice. Gina's like dropping lobsters into the pot to cook. Um, and and. They're talking. Joe is like, I either need to find a place to live or like, 
you know, I'm going to have to commute. And Gina goes, well, Matt is here six months out of the year. And the other six months that he is here, he's only here for a couple days a month. Like it's very, it's sporadic. It's spread out. You have to adjust and you have to, um, you have to make sacrifices to make relationships happen. Um, Gina said that, uh, Joe and 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 Shane have an odd relationship and we cut to Slade or not Slade Shane and Joe are in the kitchen having this weird flirty conversation Amanda what are what were your thoughts on that Amanda 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 are you here What? Oh, God. Okay, everyone pause. Amanda's having some technical difficulties. Hello? Girl. Um, Welcome back. I really hope that your audio didn't get, for the first half of this episode, erased. Why would that have happened? Because you left the room and it didn't it didn't have like a save thing. Well, we will just um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll continue. And then because I think it's it's still going. So I would assume that it would still keep the recording. Okay, but wait, a, a save thing. It didn't save any audio. of your last audio or video if you left the room. I didn't, it didn't look, it doesn't look like it saved it. Because normally there's a checkbox and at the bottom where your name is, there's a checkbox with like the saved audio and then the saved video file. Oh, shit. So hopefully it saved. We'll see. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what happened. My internet all of a sudden went out and then it, it didn't like come back. Like well, you guys didn't come back. So, sorry. well, that's okay. So we, we cut to, to Joe and Shane in the, in the kitchen, having this kitchen. weird flirty conversation. Um, you guys, Joe, Joe, it's, okay. Gina said they have a weird relationship. They text all the time, uh, but I think it's fine. And Joe's like, I couldn't, I couldn't hook up with with Shane because, and she said, I, she said, I couldn't hook uh, up with Shane either. because Shane, Gina is Shane's mom, and it was like this weird. What she should have said is, I couldn't hook up with Shane because I'm dating Slate. I'm with Slate. <laughs> right. Like right. that shouldn't be your first thing. And then she goes, Is Shane my type? Yes. Shane's my type, but I couldn't date him because Gina is his mom. And then she looks at Shane and goes, you can come out with us. Come out to girls night. Like, come hang out. We're going to go to the bar. Come with us. And Shane's like, what about Slade? And she goes, what about Slade? He's not going to be in town. Ooh, ooh. Trifling. Also, Shane looks like a Goomba from the live action Mario movie. Shane looks like (laughs) get out. I sent you the picture. Yep. Sure Shane, Shane kind of looks like somebody who I would let punch me in the face. He would do okay. it regardless. Yeah. Because can you he... see it? Yeah. I can see it. Um, no, I, I, I would probably <laughs> say the same. Like Shane, it's just 
the looks he's got the looks but other than being a a lot of pent-up aggression yeah because he's he just looks stupid to me and i I don't like unintelligent yes Ah. like i would see him at a bar and be like moving on yeah well moving on uh we meet up (laughs) it's all the ladies joe gina Lori, vicky and joe they all meet up because um here we go they're going to they were all asked to create a room for this LA home and garden convention. It's a, for charity. Um, they get in the car. It is the most awkward small talk in the whole world. And Lori goes, Joe, why aren't you wearing your ring? And Joe's like, Lori, why? Like, did you, do you have, do you forget that you Where were with? Been? Yeah. Like I caught you with my man. Like, I'm just confused as to like why you're asking me this question. Uh, because you fucking outright know why I'm not wearing we we aren't we're not we're no longer fiancés like we are back to the start of our relationship um Joe while they they get into the convention they look at their rooms and all of their rooms are fucking I was gonna say I think we should vote on who who we think had the best out of the four why don't we instead of us voting let's maybe we can... right we I mean, like the community, our let's, community. Let's, uh, for the Instagram post, we should take a screenshot of all of the um, rooms, put them on Instagram, and then have everyone vote for their favorite. I love it. But just like here in the here and the now. I didn't I didn't look at all of them. I was too busy taking notes. So you go ahead and tell me who yours favorite was. Oh, I just thought out of the four, if I had to choose one, it would have been Joe's. And why? Because this is an audio podcast. Not everyone knows yes. what you're talking about. I I know. I'm gonna get it's there. really it's really hard to say. Let's vote on a visual thing on an audio podcast unless you describe in detail. I get it, yeah, bitch. Okay, so listen. <laughs> I was going to get there. I was gonna say the reason I picked Joe's is because so out of the four, the first three, all three women picked like at like a medieval fucking time. <laughs> yeah, it was. Gaudy, it was Fucking extravagant. Gaudy, like mahogany castle beds. And it was just like too much. And it was not cute at all. It was, and I honestly, seeing those first three, I was like, ugh. And we've already seen what Slade and Joe's bedroom looks like. So uh-huh. this is probably not going to be good. But then cut to Joe's, which is showed last. And it's a beautiful, I thought it was a beautiful, like wood, um, like squared off. A canopy-esque like bed like you could make it a canopy bed but it is technically right like a canopy bed and you know the linens and stings were decent and you know they were fine but it actually mm-hmm. had a little bit like a nice little pop of color and it was it's the most modern home goods that i've seen thus far on the show I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so her sense is a little further um, forward than these other women, for sure. Plus, it was the cheapest out of all the women's rooms. Ooh, Hers was only see. like 6000 6000 while the others were about 35000 Which is so insane. Money it's can't buy you class. No, it really sure can't. can't. But it can't buy you ass. Ups. Oh. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, 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 well. After the uh, convention, Joe goes to Lori. Hey, Lori, can I? Can we chat over here? 
Um, they sit down and they start talking and they cut to Gina and Vicky cutting it up on the couch. And Gina looks at Vicky and she goes, you know how we can avoid this whole mess? You want to know how you, we can avoid this whole mess? You don't sleep with Matt and I won't sleep with Don. And then we can just, <laughs> if we can just promise each other this, then we will we'll be good down the road. And it was, it was really funny. And, and, um, Gina's funny sometimes. Gina, Gina can be funny. Uh, but then we mm-hmm. come back to Joe and, and, um, Lori and Joe just says this. Let's just forget about it. Let's forget the past. What happened has already happened. We can't go back. And Lori goes, well, do you like know the full story? I feel like you don't know the full story. And Joe's like, what? Tell me. And she goes, Mm. I like Slade told me that you guys were done with. There was no more progression. Nothing was happening that you broke up with him. And it was clear. And Joe was like, oh, that's interesting because we were still talking this entire time that you guys were mm. were going out. And and Lori was like, well, you know, what's even weirder is Slade told me or Slade was chasing after me two weeks before we even went out. So this entire time that he's been telling you X, Y and Z, this is really what happened. And he's not been telling you the whole truth. And I hope that you take that and you really think about it, little girl. No, listen, I respect it. I honestly did. And it was exciting to see the first sit down face to face housewife drama. Yes, I yes. agree. I, I agree. Was like, boom, this is it. This is where this is where it all began. Yeah. Lori Lori looks at Joe and she goes, I think that Slade used both of us. Slade mm-hmm. used me mm-hmm. to make you jealous because you Slade told me specifically that you uh, you Joe looked up to me That's in the me. community. And so Slade is an opportunist and Slade is using you. He used me and we are both, you know, we're, we're both to blame for, you know, not having our, our, uh, our blinders up, not having the red something, flags up. Something that consistently fucking happens. Um, and I just from the female perspective, at least, right. Is in these situations, it's so crazy to me how often what will happen is that, the man is in the wrong, but the women are mad at each other, and that makes no sense to me. Well, it's a it's a power it's a power it's a power perspective. No, one hundred percent. It's just ladies or gentlemen or you know whomever out there. If you're ever in a situation where somebody is playing you, don't don't be mad at the other person that's getting played. Like you know what I mean? Like the idea that you walk in on your like part. So you know. The idea that you walk in on your partner fucking somebody else and you immediately want to beat the other person's ass, that makes no sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint, but you have to like, I think one thing to take into consideration in this instance, Mm -hmm. this particular instance is if Joe were to say, fuck you, Slade, and you're fucking dumb looking Mm -hmm. face and your tiny little wiener and your tinier ego, he would be like, okay, well, take your bags and get out on the street. Like... In this particular instance, it's so easy. And and for instance, for other potential women, like if you're splitting the lease with a guy and that's your house and your name is on the lease, like right. it's just, it's so easy. It's so much easier to take the fuck that bitch versus fuck you attitude no, to, save, to save face and to I have know. a house and to have the financial stability. I, yeah, I don't, and I don't disagree with that at all, but I'm just saying like, but time and time again, we see, I've experienced it myself, 
that if you go that direction, you do nothing but waste your own time. And you're, you're literally, all you're doing is you're, um, prolonging the inevitable. Yes, exactly. You're completely delaying and prolonging. And the thing at this point is like the crazy thing with Joe is that she's, she's looking for an out. She is, she's been looking for an out of this relationship and then it presents itself and she gets scared and she doesn't lean into it. Yeah. Because so many different avenues for the out have made themselves very apparent and clear to her. But like she's actually said, she's gonna have to actually work harder. Cause uh, right now the the money that she's getting is the fun money. She's not having yeah. to spend money on the rent or anything like that. No. But uh from what I'm thinking is Amanda saying that is if you get played, if you're in this situation, mm-hmm. um message Amanda on Instagram and she'll let you live with her while you figure it out. Okay, bitch. I hate you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Get her. <laughs> well, at the end of the conversation, Joe says, I feel betrayed by Slade. Um, Slade, she says, Slade is a liar, and I'm going to do what I have to do to make myself happy. Ma'am. There I think is. that was the nail in the coffin. Um, so yeah, right. we 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 move back to Tammy. Megan, her oldest daughter, is bringing Roman to meet her dad for the first time. Um, she really wants his approval, and um, I I oh, think wait. this whole time, the whole reason why they're going to her dad's house is so that he still signs a check for her nose job, right? Fully. Mm-hmm. Like you have to. It's like you have to come to dinner and and hang out in order to get my money. Yeah, it's conditional. Uh-huh. And um, so the Roman... But I I thought oh. it was a little bit interesting, though, because, like, I know, like, we say that, but at the same time, she says to him, she was like, you never call me. And he goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I don't necessarily know if it is her. I think that... I, I don't think it's that she doesn't want a relationship with her her dad. But the reason she's dating a man twice her age that owns a fucking pit bull breeding company is because she has daddy issues. Yep. Yeah. Fully. Totally. Um, Megan said, though, like, yeah, she said her and her dad don't get along very well. Um, and she she said it's even harder to get along with him because he went out and married a young Thai woman. Him and his friends went out and found young Thai women to marry. Um, she's like it's like the whole like like Asian women fetish with an old white man is like right. fully being f- fulfilled right here. She's um, like, I don't like that. Yeah, which is fair. <laughs> it's 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 weird. And he goes, um, I he said that he approves of Roman because Roman showed up and he was like in his like most like um, conservative outfit that with like a black shirt with a hat and like short like it was very it wasn't like like a wife beater or we don't call them wife beaters anymore. What do we call them? Like a white, white ribbed tank tops. Yes, that's what they're called. That's actually <laughs> what they're called—a ribbed tank top. Um, but yeah, so like in our, in every every other scene we've seen him, he's like every tattoo's out. He's wearing those like ribbed tank tops and like just like really like showing that he is um, not like the other boys in the room. He's more okay. hard and edgy and like you know that whole lifestyle. But okay, Mar- Kat Von D. Yeah, right. (laughs) Megan's dad was like, I approve of him. I like that he has work ethic. I like that he has a job. The age difference, not weird to me. When I married Tammy, I was 25 years older than her. Um, Yeah. And it was it was just like the cycle. The cycle is like 
Mm-hmm. What what was Tammy's relationship like with her dad? Like, I would love to know what that is, and I uh, want to know the correlation. Uh, he keeps getting older, and the pussy keeps getting younger. Oh. Very much what's happening. <laughs> <And> it's I <laughs> what? Well, um, on that note, everyone, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's so yeah. It's an ego thing for sure. It's weird. It's super weird, yeah. but so we move on. We move on to Joe. She's going out um, for girls' night, and Shane ended up going. So fucking weird. Slade so weird. said it's disrespectful that Shane is going, um, and it, but it's like even more disrespectful that Joe invited him um, and rode with him. Yes, and yeah. Joe goes. Joe's like, yeah, I think I think Shane is hot. Like I, Shane is my type, but I couldn't because. Because of uh, Gina, not because she, of Slade. She goes, what's there not to love about Shane? And I said, bitch, a lot. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of replies. Um, right, what? The entire time that they were like, they were, so let's set up the scene. You're, you walk into date. like this, you walk into this, like, it's like a club slash like bar slash restaurant where there's like a restaurant on one end with like a, you know, a, a bar and then a little dance floor. And all these women are dancing in a line, looking at Shane and pointing at him and like blowing kisses. And it's like the epitome of when you think of like a middle-aged white woman dancing where it's like, they're just shimmying their shoulders. <laughs> And like, and, and moving their hips and then like an awkward kiss. A bl- it was just so, it was so weird. So um, weird. They're fully on a date. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, it, it was when yes. Joe's friend goes up to Shane and said, what's your intentions with Joe? What's your intentions? I was like, what? And then Shane rebuttals with, I think you better ask questions. He, yeah, he said, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. That's a good question for Joe. And then Joe goes up to him and jokingly is like, do you want to come home with me? You want to come back to my place? <laughs> just kidding. Joking. I'm just no. kidding. And then That's, that was not a joke. It wasn't. She fully meant it. It wasn't. She wanted, yeah. Was not a joke. She'd fully fuck him. She would have taken if the cameras weren't there, she would have taken a shot and then she would have taken some back shots from Shane in the motherfucking restroom. Oh. Ma'am, oh, what oh, a oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Truthfully. <laughs> Truthfully, because she's over. Well, right. She said, I'm going to do whatever what I want to do. I want to do. Whatever I want to do. Yeah. She doesn't care that Slade is offended at all. And she's rubbing it in his. Because now now that she's got the dirt, all this the, sh- the shit with Lori, it's. Bitch, now it's game time. Mm-hmm. Now Joe's like, here we go. So I'm going to. I'm going to take this boy out. I'm going to show him. My hot little body, yaddy yaddy, and a good time. And then I'm gonna call you and say Shane is taking me home, which is intentionally worded. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, no, you're no, you're not wrong. There. They literally but- they walk out of the club and she calls him and she's. I wrote like she instantly amps up how drunk she is. She was like, mm-hmm. "Slade, I can't drive home. I'm just too drunk." It's three in the... The girls made me take more drone shots. And she's like, Shane Shane. is taking me home. Shane's driving me home. And what are you going to do about it, daddy? And literally Slade goes, and where is that? (laughs) Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, where? Where is that? What what home are you going to when you say he's taking you home? She's got him wrapped the fuck right up. She's, yeah, she's like, I know he's pissed. He's going to have a terrible rest of his night. He's not going to be able to sleep without thinking about it. And there's nothing he can do because I think she's found her power. She realizes yep. at this point that 
He literally will throw money at her. She will. He will give her whatever she wants, no matter how she acts. This is like the beginning and of like when there's like she's a winning. when there's a mm-hmm. revolution and people overthrow the government. Like this is the moment when people figure out the power that they hold. Yeah, it's great. She's literally like, I can do and say whatever I want because this pussy's so good. Yeah, and you're and not. Good. Did you? Did and you, you guys... don't want to lose. Did so. you see the moment when when um, they were just looking at each other and then it was that weird thing when you have like such so much sexual tension and you don't know if you're gonna fuck and you just go what they like oh, with, Sh- with Shane and yeah they were standing yeah, out and Joe. Shane was like what and it's like that you say what being like what are you what is your next move what are we gonna do here what is this are we yeah. gonna fuck are we gonna kiss like what are what are we gonna do. She is in her bad bitch era. Yeah, she that is. is that. And we watched it full blown happen. Like we watched the transition, but it's like it's uh, it's so powerful for her to be like, let me call my fucking former fiance, current boyfriend, and be like, this hot young fang alang is gonna take me home. And then Shane's clearly uncomfortable, and she looks at him like, what? And what? You're uncomfortable, but you're still here. And you know why you're still here? Because you want it just as bad as he does. And if you had the money, you'd try to buy it too. Man. You know what the craziest part is, though? If if Slade <laughs> were to just go out with her. Right. It, this this And he has the ability to do it. But he mm-hmm. succeeded. Or su- 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 succeeded? Succeeded. Succeeded. And succeeded. he said, yeah. I'm not going to go out with her. I don't want to do this. I don't support this lifestyle. But it, if he were to have just gone out with her and like that would have, I think would have been the thing to keep their romance alive. Mm-hmm. If they had that thing in common. Yeah, they don't like each other. So like, what do you do? Like he, it's the mantelpiece thing. He mm-hmm. just is like, she is, she is hot. Everybody knows she's hot. She is the most attractive housewife by far. She's on TV, so he's getting extra from that too as well, I'm sure. And I still think this is, is part of his kink. He likes to play the victim, but oh, yeah. really it really just gets him off to be like Joe's taking advantage of me and Joe Joe calling him and being like this other daddy's taking me home. That gets that that gets him rock hard. I think he likes it. Oh, that's fair. That's a hot take. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hot takes, we go to George's ranch where mm-hmm. Lori's like, this has been a fairy tale. Um, you know, I'm able to live my best life with, oh, there's somebody. There's a, there's a, somebody, something just got dropped off, Amanda. Oh. oh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Lori's so in love. They, they are taking care of their horses, which is like, they said, it's nice for them to get out it's nice for them to have quite a quiet moment without the seven kids running around and then Lori takes josh and sophie to lunch which is where it gets a little sad mm-hmm. we're reminded that josh was arrested in high school for having drugs on him last strike kind of moment and was um taken to a boarding school to oh no he went to juvie and then once he got out of juvie, got pulled right. over for yes. speeding, which then sent him to a boarding school. Well, he was released and having underage kids, uh, you know, because when you have your permit for the first however long, you can't have kids in the car, other people in the car, or, you know. Yeah. It's like the whole thing. 
Yeah, but he was he was released on a 24-hour like good behavior pass to go with his mom. Um, and Lori goes, when he turns 18, I would love for him to come back with us and like get on his feet. But I just don't know if I can support this. I don't know what mm-hmm. is going to happen with Josh. And Josh is like, I feel like you're pushing me away. I mm-hmm. feel like you're going on these vacations. Mm-hmm. You are, you're creating a new family and that doesn't involve me and that hurts my feelings. And it's sad because he goes, I know this isn't what's happening, but it hurts my feelings because that's what it feels like. This is how, what it feels, this is how I feel. He, and this the, is something about Josh that we've seen from the very beginning, is he is very clear and actually it's impressively mature how he communicates his feelings Mm -hmm. and he is shut down at every fucking turn. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, let's, let's go back to like the fact that Lori said that he had such severe ADHD and that is what causes his behavioral issues. Like, why isn't she more involved with figuring out the best medication route for him? Knowing that this, his, Uh, this poor child is like, so f- up shit's creek without a paddle mm. when it comes to mental health no because it's like i said before it's um i'm not saying that the adhd doesn't contribute but this is the thing is that Lori is leaning on saying oh he has adhd that's the problem it's this mm. you know it's a mental health thing that's why he does the things he does and that's not the truth to a degree yes but truly the reason he's acting out and why even if he is on medication he's still fucking up or still going to is for attention mm-hmm. it's because she's not a very good mom like she's I, disconnected she's I, looking for I, yeah she's looking for a man while she really should be like holding down the fort right and like i feel like a lot of women try to do that right it's like they will you know the yeah she's just like trying to find a way to like find a man that has money so that she can go back to this lifestyle that she was leading. And the kid, she thinks in her mind, like if that happens, the kids will be happy as well, but it's not, that's not, that's not the case. And again, I know I've taken kind of a really hard left turn when it comes to Lori. Um, Cause I mean, last season I, I did have a lot of things to praise. I did see, you know, I think parenting, it's a huge spectrum. And I think that, there are good things, you know what I mean? We like parents make good decisions and they make bad decisions because they're, they're fucking human. So I feel kind of bad being like, she's a bad parent. Like that's, I think that's harsh, but, but she doesn't want to be honest with herself and go, okay, like my son is communicating to me basically that he doesn't feel loved. He doesn't feel supported. He's not getting the things that he needs from me. And she's resting on the laurels of he has ADHD. He's a lost cause. So there's, and this is fully why Josh ends up where he ends up like, like later in life, because I think that she is. He's not a priority for her. No. And never, never was never, never will be. And that is why that that's why he is where he is today. He literally said in their dinner or their lunch, he was like, if I had a time machine to go back in time, like it would no questions asked. And I right. think if Lori but had I a time machine, that. she should go back to when she shipped him off to his grand, her the grandparents for that summer. Like he got out of juvie. He had one slip up. And if Lori really like took the time out of her schedule to like be there for him and support him, we probably wouldn't be where we're at. Yeah. If she put her kids 
before herself would be a different would be a, I think it, it would be different but she didn't do that she chose herself and now because Shane can, or sorry Shane he uh oh my god what's his name Josh Josh I was like where are we but Josh continues to act out and she's like I just don't know what the problem is I don't know what the problem is I've got him on medication I've done all the, you know I've sent him away I've done all these things if all of these external things that you're trying to, you know, to mask, like whatever's going on with him aren't working, that means you need to look at yourself and go, what am I doing wrong as a parent? Right. What am I missing? Where am I not showing up? Because a child generally, okay, to the best of their ability, right? Like all of us, we just want routine and direction and to, and to know that we're loved. Josh has none of that and he never had any of it. And that's why he's able to while out. And that's why Ashley doesn't respect her mom either. Ma'am. Period. Oh! Lori triggers the fuck out of you, girl. She does. She reminds me of my mom. Point blank period. Wow. Well, she said it. Yeah, well, can we move on? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you, you can cut some of that if you want. No, we're going to keep... But I think cut. it's important. We don't cut shit until okay. you... Okay. We don't cut shit until you your robe string goes loose and you have to go off camera to get naked. Oh, fair. I didn't get naked. I had this on under the robe. Or we don't cut until your internet goes out and we lose you and then we have to edit. Fair. I just... There's so many people in the world that struggle with, like, familial issues and they can't get beyond, like, because the thing with Josh that we see a lot is that he's always saying, I just can't get beyond my own demons. But it's like, it's not that he can't. It's like shit that it's so, it is ingrained within you from, an, like, from early childhood. And if you don't realize, like, you, you, you have to parent yourself when you have a disconnected parent, then... That's why these things happen. And mm. he's blaming himself and he blamed himself his whole life. And that's why he destroyed himself. He's also blaming himself because everyone else blames him. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So it's like the narrative that they've created for him because they don't want to accept like their, their fault in the situation. Yeah. And so he feels worthless because that's what you're telling him. Mm-hmm. You're saying it without saying it, and that's why and you, he the was, way the way that lied. they say it without saying it is the fact that they planned a trip to Hawaii. All of them except for Josh. Period. And Josh, the, I don't even think he was supposed to know, but then he asks about it, and Lori's mm-hmm. like, "Well, if you can figure it out, if you can get out of your boarding school and figure it out, then you can come." But it's like, Which why aren't you? Up. Why aren't you fighting for it a little bit more? Like right. what he, she goes, "My love for you is never." I've never, there's no, I've never lost love for you. You, you are my son and I love you so much, but I'm not willing to put myself out there to make up for the shortcomings that have happened to you. It's just so crazy to me what people will call love. Yeah. Well, we got to move on. Let's move Mm on. Tammy, (laughs) Megan's getting her nose job. There's a bump on her bridge that she wants out. Um, and, and she goes, Megan's a real bitch for this. She goes, I don't give a fuck about what people think about image. I don't care if they think that I'm a rich kid and I have fake boobs and I'm getting a nose job. I'm doing this because I want to do it. And I can Love fully, that. I fully fuck with that. And that's um, when I support. That is to me when 
you support somebody that wants cosmetic surgery or she's doing it because it's something that she doesn't like about herself and she Mm -hmm. says i don't give a rat's ass what anybody thinks all y'all's opinions don't pay my bills so get out of my business um but while she's getting while she's like literally getting her nose broken into into pieces and refigured her mom is on a a fucking chair getting an an oxygen facial what is that? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, thank you. I was like, "What? What is?" It's like it looked like a what little machine mean? where it just like shot out beads of air on your face. Um, okay, so a hair dryer? I, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. A face dryer. It's a, a non-medical dryer. procedure created to hydrate your skin and support natural collagen to help you achieve a more youthful look. A more full, a full-faced like. A, a beautiful glow a beautiful plump face um but yeah so that's all happening she comes out and everyone looks and everyone's like your nose is so beautiful cool moving on vicky uh it's time for brianna to go to school um and this is i, was, I felt kind of bad for brianna because it was supposed to be an all-day move-in brianna was fully like was like my mom is so on board my mom's here to help me my mom is taking a day out of her life to help me. And, and it's a full day. And I love that support. And then Vicky goes, well, I made a, an appointment in the afternoon. So I can only be there for the morning. <sighs> and you could tell Brianna was just really upset. And then the other fucking thing that happens is they get on the road. And Vicky mm. starts taking business calls while Brianna's driving. So they can't listen to music. They can't have a road trip, fun trip. It's, it's about Vicky taking business calls. Um, Brianna said, when we're alone, I feel like half of her is with me and half of her is in the office. And that's never a good feeling as a baby. Um, so yeah, I mean, Brianna's person period. Yeah. She's starting her three year accelerated nursing program and Vicky's really excited for her, but I think go you Brianna. Yeah, for real, for real. And Brianna, she comes out. I mean, we'll learn. We'll see. We'll see her progression in life because Vicky, Vicky's on the show for 10 seasons at least. Um, wow. so yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I've just felt bad for Brianna, but it's just like, a, like all of these, all of these fucking women in one episode are like showing up only to the best of their ability that makes it convenient for them. Right. It's not, it's not convenient for anybody. The minute that somebody else needs something that doesn't align with what you need, it's like, sorry, I don't have time for that. It's a little sad, but the last scene of the episode, spicy, spicy, spicy. Mm. Um, Mm. Joe comes home and she goes, well, I got a phone call today and I got the job to cover uh, uh, Beverly Hills. Um, So I took the job in L.A. is exactly how she says it. And then Slade just looks at her and says, good. And Joe was like, really? And Slade's like, yeah, uh, good. And she goes, really? I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting this reaction from you. And Slade looks to her and goes, well, you don't belong here. Bitch. He's not wrong. He said it in a way but, where, like, yes, he's not. He is not wrong. She, no. that lifestyle is absolutely. But, like, you don't have to say all that. We no, know. it's just petty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, he is petty betty freddy listen yeah and she goes Surely. i felt like that was too easy there has to be some form of a catch and um they we kind of they 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 part ways and then they joe goes to slade to have a conversation 
Slade goes, I've been looking for houses in LA that I think would work for us. And Joe goes, well, here's the thing. I think that I was going to move to in with JJ. <laughs> and Slade goes, well, I don't want to live with JJ. What do you like? Mm. What? And Joe goes, well, I was thinking like, maybe we could just like, maybe I could move to LA and live with JJ by myself. <laughs> Teddy, Betty, Freddy, Teddy, confetti, bitch. And then, <laughs> and then he freaks out. And then she goes, "Well, that's not what the—that's not the reaction that I was expecting from you. I didn't want you to be like upset." And he goes, "I don't care about the reactions that you want. I don't care about this. You don't belong here." And he goes, "Joe was like, well, I just—I lost myself when I moved here. I lost who I was, and." Every single time that I've said anything that is out of line with what you want from me or whatever your plan is, it's not the right move. And that's why I want to do this for me. And it was just a heated argument. And that's how we ended the episode. Mm-hmm. What what were, I mean, like, I think at this point, this is now like the third time that they've had this kind of argument where, I mean, it was like, it was definitely more like, like a niche kind of like a uh, targeted argument, but we've, we've heard them say time and time again, like, this isn't what you want. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be the mom. I want to work. I want to have this. I want to have, I want to go out and have independent. We've had, they've had so many arguments like this, but I think this one just hit a little more um, like salt on an open wound. Oh, because you got, this is the thing it's right now. It's that point. It's a competition. And I don't know if you've ever been through like a truly messy breakup, either of you. No, because I have, Nick I, never I'm did. not like that. No. Alex. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. No. I think and the common like, denominator is women. Okay, wow, <laughs> rude, Stop. sexist pig. Stop. I'm just kidding. It's not just women, you bitch. I, so the funny thing is, is it's like messy in a different way. I've never been in like that messy of a breakup, but like I've seen other people and I have engaged in petty behavior. This was like eighth grade though, right? This was like a long time ago. It doesn't it like count. Seven. It does count. It does. I'm telling you, because it it it's the same. And but that that doesn't say like I feel like that says more about the, their relationship than it does about me. And what I mean by that is like they're acting like children. Mm. This is shit I did as a fucking eighth grader. It was like literally like With, like, like, like the playing... first love of my life that left me for my best friend situation, and I like got the whole grade to like not clap for them when they like their names got called at our eighth grade graduation, which is so stupid. But like that's what's going on with Joe and Slade. It's a game at this point. It's, it's their, who's going to win. They're playing so, a game of chess, and every time Joe oh. moves to do a check, he says checkmate. Oh, he thinks he's doing a checkmate. It's like the weirdest thing because he doesn't actually want her to leave. Or he does doesn't he? want her to leave. Does he? She At this w- point, does she, he? Is he over it? I feel like he's my, over it. My thing is she wants to leave him. She does. I believe that. I when he said him. go but move only- in with JJ, do you really think oh. that's was a, he he was it was a it was more of a move in with JJ, but I want you, I still like, here's the thing. She's really at this point. She's only there financially. She's only there for the financials, right? right? He might be saying that, but it's a, it's a, he's still trying to manipulate her into staying. 
mm-hmm. by saying because it's like it's it's like the reverse psychology. reverse psychology. He literally goes, "Yeah, that's fine. You can go." And then it's going to make yeah. her be like, "Wait, but you right? Wait, but why? Why, why don't you, you reacting the way? Yeah, I, yeah. That's it's totally. This is what I mean. Because here's the thing: her stakes in their relationship are superficial. His stakes in the relationship are not only superficial. He like, do you know what I mean? It's like it, he's not reliant on her for money or reliant on her for anything other than I have a super hot, the hottest wife, and she does whatever I say because I'm a fucking, I'm a man, and that's what men do, and like it's an ego thing. It's very different. So he and he's pretending like he's it unbothered. doesn't matter, but yeah. he's pissed. I'm really curious, like the rest and he's of trying this to season. put her down. What is, is the rest of the season going to be like uh, them going back and forth of like, I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate like, what is the rest of this season going to be? I I think we're just going to see more petty, petty bullshit until it's like over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like until she takes this job, it was if she and, takes and the job and she's out he's manipulating her because she 100%. can take the job and she can move in with JJ and keep all of her stuff at his house because it's convenient so they don't have to get storage. So yeah. I feel like there's always going to be a loose end with him. But he keeps it that way because he is obsessive. He is um he's a narcissist. She, that bitch, she should have left him. He's obsessive him. and nobody says no to a narcissist. She should have left him when thing. he showed up to the Playboy ban- man- the Playboy mansion. Right. 100%. This is the kind of shit that happens like it's insidious and it doesn't seem like concerning behavior. It just seems like, oh, he's just being petty. But this is like how women die. And I know it sounds so like intense, but it's so true. He, you know, like he believes that he owns her. Even if she says no to all the things that he has, he still is, he's still trying to manipulate her to keep her. And Men with egos like that, that are narcissists like that, if you tell them no one too many times and you put them in, and especially if they, because he is, he looks terrible, by the way, right? You can tell he's mentally going through it because he looks physically awful, okay? Mm -hmm. But that's the kind of shit where they go crazy. And it's like, if I can't have you, nobody can have you, bitch, you're dead. And that is what happens. It's fucking scary. Slate is scary. Yeah, I know he's not going to hurt her, but like, I'm just saying it's a slippery fucking slope. You'd be surprised how crimes, it's crimes of passion, right? Like this is how those happen. Very Mm -hmm. dysfunctional. It's very fucked up. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, you're not wrong. And, and, um, the thing that you, the, the, the things that you don't know about Slade and how he, how he finds a way to stay invested in the Real Housewives franchise for years to come. Mm-hmm. is you're it's not going to be shocking but it's also going to be like when it happens you're going to be like shocked i think what it's not gonna it's not shocking on a like your, your brain mean? your brain isn't gonna be blown because it's like after it happens you're gonna be like well no shit this happened but when it happens you're gonna be like what the he's back what the fuck oh my god oh, don't no. give it away that's oh, all I'm going to say. So on that note, Alex oh. and I have to go to a dinner. We have to leave in a half hour. So we need oh, to um, wrap this baby up. Alex, honey, mm-hmm. what are some final thoughts that you have for us? Um, 
live your best life, treat yourself, mm. love thy th thyself, all mm. the all the love. That's it. That's oh, all the wow. words of wisdom I got for you. Um, but you could definitely give us um, some love. You, you could give us some follow, love. By a follow, mm -hmm. by a like, a subscribe, mm -hmm. some comments. Um, yeah, give us the love at Real House Friends on Instagram, um, Twitter, on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Yeah, give us some love. Again, some love. love, 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 love. Take some time. Leave a comment. Say Nick is just the funniest person I've ever heard on any radio show or podcast or even in person in real life. Or, or just I Alex heart is bald bussy. You can say that. Alex's bussy okay. is not bald. So we're just going <laughs> to. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Will it do? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, give us a like, like and follow at Real Husbands. If 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 our Instagram gets five hundred followers in this next week, we'll post a picture of Alex's bald bussy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Actually, if you if you're the first person to write "I heart bald bussy" <laughs> on our Instagram on this on this episode's posting, I will send you a five dollar gift card to Amazon. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Or no, no, no. I like that. I like that. Amanda will the first person to say "I heart bald bussy" on this episode's. Uh, Instagram post. post. I Amanda and I will pitch in. We'll send you a ten dollar gift card to Starbucks. There it is. Love it. Or whatever coffee place. Right. Or somewhere. You know. We'll give you ten. Or we will we'll just send you. you we'll just send you ten dollars. We'll we're gonna Venmo you ten dollars so that you can go get a drink or buy treats for your cat. Okay. Wait. Know. Pause. The stipulation. <laughs> There's a stipulation. The stipulation. You have to. You have to write "I heart bald bussy" on the Instagram post and then you also have to share the instagram post to your instagram and if you do the and you have to make sure you're following us on instagram so those three things leave a comment i heart ball bussy uh, <laughs> how many times you're gonna say it <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, follow us on instagram and then repost the post that you wrote i heart ball bussy on um and <laughs> amanda and i will send you ten dollars not each to the one together. Five dollars of a ten dollars. Ten dollars collectively. Okay. You're getting twenty bucks out of us, but you will get ten. Wow. Oh wow. wow. Okay, wow. Amanda. Um, you know, on all of that bald bussy news. Speaking okay. of bald bussy, Amanda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <we have> a, <laughs> um, do you want to? Do you want to give us? Um, I don't know anymore. Just say something. <laughs> Why are you standing up? <laughs> what, is, what is happening? <laughs> okay, okay, all right. All I mean, okay, okay, why, well, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'm oh. so uncomfortable. <laughs> we have fully lost it. <laughs> lost. It. All right, okay, okay, oh, yeah, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, 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 okay, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Blast <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I got. We have, oh, I'm okay. leaving. I'm <laughs> never coming back. Goodbye. <laughs>